Hello, you beautiful soul. Welcome to the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. I'm your co-host, Rachel Varga, the beauty side of Beauty and the Biohacker. If you would like to pick my brain as to all the wonderful ways that we can optimize your skin and rejuvenation journey, book your one-on-one with me. If you would like to work with Katie to optimize your sleep and biohacking journey, book a one-on-one with Katie. You can learn more about booking with us in the show notes of this episode or head on over to beautyandthebiohacker.com and you can find our one-on-one booking links there. Be sure to use promo code BB15 for 15% off of your one-on-one session with Katie or I. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Beauty and the Biohacker, where we explore the latest tools and trends in self-care, aesthetics, and peak performance to help you live your most beautiful life from the inside out. I'm your co-host, Rachel Varga, a board-certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 19,000 rejuvenation treatments performed on thousands of patients. And I'm Katie Moore, a self-proclaimed biohacker with three years of self-experimenting in the space of health and wellness technology. I'm on a mission to help you achieve success without sacrificing your health or happiness through my YouTube channel, Katie Type A. So join us as we sit down with some of the biggest innovators in the health space, the movers and shakers of the wellness world, and unpack some of the biggest secrets in the skincare and longevity space. We are Beauty and the Biohacker, and we're thrilled to have you along for the ride. Welcome, everyone. It is great to be here with a very good friend of mine, Steffi Lane. I've personally been working with uh, Steph for, I I call her Steph because, you know, I've been her friend for a while. That's how I know you. And uh, yeah, Katie and I are thrilled to have Steph joining us here today. So Steffi Lane has been many things and considers herself a multifaceted person, but she is a mentor, entrepreneur, wife, world traveler, and marketing nerd. She's taught me a thing or two, that's for sure. In 2016, she passed up for a promotion at a major cereal company. Confused and lost, she did everything from yoga and bar teaching to serving patrons shots at a nightclub. Quickly discovering her skill and love for online marketing, entrepreneurship, and began to help others along the way. Today, she's guided over 300 women to help them tap into their personal power while launching a digital marketing agency, Design Hacker, with her husband, Andrew. There's both so much fun to uh, hang out and watch on their Facebook program, so be sure to check them out. While they both teach entrepreneurs to build a freedom sales funnel and daily marketing system that gives them the lifestyle they desire. And before we go any further, there's a really neat observation with the three of us here, Steffi, Katie, and myself. We all actually work from home with our husbands. How cool is that? (laughs) It's so cool. Welcome. I mean, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. How's your day going today? How's you and your hubby doing? What are you excited to talk about with us today? So it's interesting that you said about the hubby and working together. And and, and before we were on this call, we were talking about how it can be a blessing, but then also it can be definitely challenging to work with your partner. <laughs> I think people, people, a lot of people want that. I actually get that a lot. People are like, oh, a husband, wife team or a husband, you know, partner team. Oh my gosh. Amazing. But, um, it definitely has its challenges, but it's so beautiful when you know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. So during the call on this uh, episode here, I really want to focus on, you know, how we can intuitively thrive in today's world. And we're just going to have a really kind of open and honest conversation here. So why don't you, why don't you kick things off, Steph, about how we can intuitively thrive right now? Yeah. So when I was thinking about, you know, when I was talking before, I was going to speak to you both. And I know you both are so data driven, so smart, so intelligent. But at the same time, we have to remember that intuition, the gut response, the thing that is speaking to you is quite important, but it's not quantifiable, right? We can't measure it. And it can be something that you're like, should I trust? Should I actually go? And where I think about intuitive thriving, I think about 
being a person that's sensitive, that feels things, that feels a lot, that gets, you know, a lot thrown at them sometimes, and they're able to be successful and not spiral, perhaps a spiraling into a negative, into a negative mindset, into frustration, into anxiety or whatever, you know, it ends up being the thing that you go to. But with when I think of intuitive thriving, I think of your ability to find what works best for you, how you are strong, how are you show up and you to and to utilize those as your assets. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that in the context of kind of building a brand or working a 9 to 5 job because I feel like those two things are very different. For me, you know, I I I prior to starting my YouTube channel full time. I was working in a corporate setting and there was very limited like ability for me to really use my intuition or creativity for that matter to really be successful. And it wasn't until I made that shift to my brand where I felt like I now had control over, you know, what I would say and how I would say it and kind of the, the just control over the narrative of what I was bringing to the world. So for me, I feel like I'm doing a lot of intuitive work just on like the content I'm making every day. But how do you apply that to somebody who is working, you know, for a boss or kind of working in a setting in which there isn't as much leeway for that? Mm -hmm. Well, that's just, I love that question. Well, for anyone, whenever I've worked with my clients that have worked nine to five jobs and they start to say, you know, my intuition is telling me this, but then, you know, the boss tells me that the patriarch tells me this, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to stand my ground. And it really is just a confidence thing and being able to come into what works for you and then being able to vocalize that. Um, I've worked for, a, I worked for a really major cereal company for a really long time and I can't say their name. I wish I could, but I worked for a major cereal company. And I remember I would tell them like, Hey, I'm not available from this time to this time because, and I wouldn't really tell them what it was, but I was doing my morning routine. So I wasn't available for meetings during that time. I had my morning ritual and that was the way that I was able to make a leap and make a jump into entrepreneurship. But it was really voicing my things and knowing that voicing my opinion and knowing that they're not going to necessarily like what I have to say, not all the time. So it is a confidence thing and confidence is a muscle. And I love that it's a muscle. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of like Tony Robbins priming training recently. And he, he actually, there's a track I've been listening to really talking about this power of certainty and how it like confidence is a muscle. And I never put those two to that together ever before thinking mm -hmm. about something that you actually have to train. Like you don't, you're not just born confident. I mean, there is a small, small percentage of us who are. <laughs> I was a little overly confident as a kid, but I've been, I've dialed back and I've been put in my place over the years. So getting that confidence again, right. To be able to show up and say, Hey, listen, this is, this is something that's important to me at work or, you know, the confidence in any aspect, whether it be relationships or career or friendships, I think it's, it, that's a really great like place and framework to kind of look at it is like, this is something that you have to work on. What are your like go-to confidence practices? Because I'd love to just kind of learn like what you do. Do you do mantra work? Do you do meditation? Like how do you get yourself confident to show up in the world? So I'm an avid meditator. I've been med meditating for the past 10 years. And actually the meditation was not working for me. <laughs> it wasn't working for me. It works for me now. And I will go into that, but it wasn't working for me because it was so in the head and it was so focused on this. And I actually went into a spiral where I wasn't confident. I didn't feel enough. I couldn't charge the prices. I was fearing the next, you know, it was completely contracting. And I, here I am thinking, oh, I have a confident, I have a meditation practice. I should be fine. Right. But what ends up happening is I got so lost in my head that nothing got done. And then what I found, which I am excited to share, was I found dance embodiment. And dance embodiment is somatic healing. It's basically you moving through whatever needs to come, whatever needs to come through. So just say you had a phone call that didn't go well, or your mother pissed you off about something. You are able to move through that. You put a song on Spotify, put it on shuffle and move through it. 
and you'll start to notice patterns. And the patterns you'll begin to notice is, huh, I tighten my jaw. Hmm, I suck in my belly too much. Yeah. Huh, I have a lot of tension in my neck. And as soon as I said that, my neck just popped. <laughs> I have a lot of tension in my neck. I have a lot of, I have whatever it is. And you notice your body, you get familiar with your body. And what I really love about intuitive, intuitively thriving is you begin to use your body as your strategy. So your body tells you when to rest and when to go. You start to create this relationship. And I love I, I love this. You're, you're all feeling it. You start to create a relationship with your body knowing, hmm, this feels good. Oh, actually, I don't like this. I need to outsource this or I need some support. And it can be quite tough, especially when you are nine to fiver and you're working on someone else's schedule and somebody else is telling you what to do and how to do it. And you know, sometimes at three o'clock you're exhausted and you need to take a random nap. I mean, I could never work in a corporate set setting because I used to, I remember when I was in college, I would walk out to the car and go take a nap <laughs> because I needed that three o'clock nap. So with intuitive thriving, it's like tapping into the somatic of your, of, of your soul with your hips. I love movement and I can talk about that for days. Seriously. I would love to just jump in here and kind of add to confident practices, right? Confidence building practices. And I think just unconsciously, I was doing this at a very young age. I was always challenging myself. I'm going to take woodworking. I'm going to take mechanics. <laughs> I'm going to start riding motocross, taking apart motors. I have no freaking idea what I'm doing. And here, you know, taking apart this two-stroke motorbike motor and all the boys in the neighborhood were like, what, what, is she, what is she doing over there? But for some reason, I just loved doing things that challenged me. And one of my fears growing up was deep water for whatever reason. That could be a whole other lesson there. But uh, then what I did was actually got my scuba diving certification. And my first open water dive was 60 feet below the surface with three sharks. And I managed quite well. Cold therapy also, I find, is a way to build confidence and just if stress, stressors come your way, it's like, wow, you know, I've kind of trained for this unconsciously that you can really deal with a lot of what life throws you. So for confidence building, for me, it's actually leaning into those more masculine things, which for some reason just makes me feel ultra confident, like on my off grid days, you know, with my girlfriend, I'm almost like the hyper masculine one with us. But that can actually be to a fault. So one of the things I love about you, Steph, is that you are so feminine in your movement. And anyone tuning in here, whether you're a guy, a girl, you're, you know, whatever in between, it's making sure that we can balance those qualities while still kind of pulling on the different masculine, feminine aspects that are going to help us feel balanced, centered, grounded, and aligned. Yeah. So what would be your uh, laser coaching for me on that one, stuff? Because you've well, worked with me for years. Yeah, I could. No. What I would want to tell you is actually there's – we think that there's masculine and feminine. There is. But there's actually four. There's the dark body masculine, the light body masculine, the dark body feminine, and the light body masculine. I, I would love to share that with you if you all want to learn about that. Okay. So the dark body masculine – is that warrior, like very, hmm, let's go. We're ready. You know, a little bit of ruthless energy sort of, um, what's his name? Jason. He's a very famous actor. He's he's married to Lisa Monet. I'm not sure. But anyways, he's very dark body masculine, just like ooh, oozing sensuality <laughs> from him. Then we have the light body masculine. Which think of it about this like your dad, right? He's like, did you make sure you, t uh, you know, you you got enough water? Do you have a make sure that you have enough, you know, fuel in your tank? It's very but much about, hey, this is the structure, you know. Okay, oh, yeah. Jason Mamboa, is that how you say it? Yeah, and it's for really focusing on making sure that you're safe, that you feel secure. This is like the teddy bear, that type of energy. Then we have the light body feminine, which you see all around, especially in California. It's the women that are like, oh, I love you and I want to adore you. <laughs> and we see a lot of that in Hawaii too. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Okay. A lot of that in Hawaii, but there's a lot in California. Like I see you, I want to connect with you. It's all about 
the feminine and the movement and the sensuality howling at the moon. It's very much that. Then we have the dark feminine, which is real fun to play with. It's it's that sensual, sexy, little bit of that now a very wild woman. This is the like Madame. This is the woman that tells you like it is. She is walking in the room with like pearls on. She's looking gorgeous. She is ready to make things happen. And she's not a people pleaser and she's not, she doesn't want to be nice. She doesn't want to play nice. And so whenever that dark body femme comes up, that is really good to tap into when you are desiring something and you're trying to go after it, or perhaps you're going to go into a big room and you're a little bit, you're a little bit nervous rather than being like so open, which is the light body femme, you can be more the dark body femme, which you're like, I don't need you. (laughs) I'm good without you. (laughs) But if you want to get to know me, I'm more than open to connecting with you. This is one of the things I love about you is like you have done so much work with branding archetypes, like not only from an intuitive sense and professional personal development, but with you and your hubby, you guys have this incredible archetype branding program that I've done with you in your programs. And I just think it's it's brilliant. So what what's kind of your your sense on Katie and I and kind of like the archetype of beauty in the biohacker. I'm just really curious. I really respect your opinion. Yeah. So definitely the sage. The sage is wisdom, guidance. I know the path. I know the way. Here, here it is. And then also the adventure, the explorer for both of you, because I mean, you like to go out into the wild for hours and then Katie's like probably going to like a a volcano. I don't know. I am. Yeah, usually. (laughs) On the weekends, that's that, that's where you'll find me. You buy some lava. It's funny because as you describe those archetypes, the only one that I was like immediately like, ugh, like I kind of had this like almost like guttural reaction was like this like light body femme. And I don't, I like, I'm not asking you for psychology advice here, but like, why <laughs> is it that I, that like that type of person just doesn't appeal to me? Because like, I am not that, but I also don't fit right into that like dark body femme either. I feel like I might be somewhere in the middle or maybe even like, you know, somewhere on one of the outskirts. But like, I'm just curious, like, do some people kind of have that weird guttural reaction to some types of these archetypes? And and, and what would that be from? Yeah. Well, most people don't like to be put in a box, I don't think. But archetypes are not there to put you in a box. Archetypes, they're there just more to guide you and to really help you. I, I remember hearing Carl Jung say, that he wished he didn't call it archetypes. He wished he called it spirit. So spirit. So you think of like spirits that you like take on. You think of it a hat, a costume. And the light body femme, the, I, I, the reason that you probably don't really necessarily resonate with it is because it can be quite ungrounding. And it can be very heart. It's actually, it is heart focus and it's head focus. So heart, actually more, more, not rather, sorry, uh, it's rather more heart focus. So if someone's coming at you and from an embodiment standpoint and they're like this, like a Care Bear, it probably scares you. <laughs> it does. A hundred percent. That makes so much sense. Absolutely. In fact, like, and this is a total side note. I used to like, not, I, I'm not a big hugger as it is, but I also like, I used to be kind of like scared with men with beards. And like, there was like certain types of people that growing up as a child, like it just, it scared me. And I, I just like, I would end up being more closed. Right. And like, you know, and so this whole idea of like this open kind of person, I think like I, I ended up building a shell of reservation. And that's probably why you connect more with people with the mind, right? You think of like an owl. It's very owl energy. It's very like, Mm. "Mm, let me connect with you. And I do like to bring animals into the archetypes as well. I know Rachel knows that too. I do love bears. I see (laughs) a lot of them. Seriously, if I could, Snow White would be my character. Yeah. Like hanging out with a bear, like scratch his little head, see the little bear do the shake. Oh my gosh. That Speaking would be to the like bear and it's in its language. <laughs> I mean, my girlfriend and I made eye contact with the bear about two weeks ago. That's pretty freaking special. And yes, I did some animal totem investigation. I actually have a great book. One of my clients recommended I, I order this book and it's been really uh, beautiful to check it out. Well, I love that the bear is your totem. And I guess I just want to 
touch base on this point of archetypes in marketing. Mm -hmm. You use these archetypes as guides, as support system for you to help with your colors, to help with your messaging, to help with how you speak to your community, your tone. And so for uh, Beauty and the Biohacker, it's very sage and it's very adventure, but it also does have that mystic side to it, which I know Rachel has this mystic side that a lot of people don't know about, but this mystic side of let me see the world from a different lens. And the mystic doesn't care about being in the front center. The, the mystic is just all about finding out the truth for themselves. Yeah. yeah truth and bombs are like, whew, I love truth bombs. They get me. <laughs> they make me happy. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. Cause like, I, I don't, I, we haven't really talked uh, at length about my background, but I'm also, uh, I was a professionally trained journalist for years. Mm -hmm. So I went to school for that. And truth is like the center of my being and core. It's like, if you, if I can't find the truth, like, you know, there's something wrong. Like I will, I will spend, you know, hours on end researching things that I'm working on because I need to find, like, I need to get to the bottom of things. Mm. And so truth is so important. And that's really one of the, the, I think the key linchpins that like Rachel and I like first gravitated towards each other. We first just kind of felt this instant connection. I think that like that connection of this, like seeking the truth has always been something that we have shared in common. And that I think has helped build this, this particular brand as well. Yeah. So because I digress. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's really important. And I mean that that's why we show up here, right? Is mm -hmm. we want to help share things that are going to help other people that we believe are truthful to us yeah. based on our values. So because we're kind of sitting in front of the computer all the time and you know, we're kind of stagnant with our energy, we're not really <laughs> moving our cheek back of a law when we're sitting in front of a laptop for goodness knows how many hours in a day if we actually tracked it. By the way, we should track them. Um, talk to us about movement meditation over sitting meditation. I got a standing desk here and I have yet to actually put it in the standing position, but just give us a couple of pointers here. Yeah. A lot of times, I, I mean, meditation became like a hot thing a couple of years ago. And I feel like dance embodiment, movement meditation is the next thing. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. And what I love and what I do with my clients is it is a way for you to be seen in all of it. And meaning if you're having anxiety, if you're frustrated, if you're pissed, if you're happy, if you're, if you're sensual, if whatever you're feeling in that moment, you're allowed to express it in movement, in dancing. And the whole point is not to be sexy and not to not to showcase. Because I actually am a competitive, I was a competitive dancer for 15 years growing up. And so for me, I am, I am, I want to compete. I want to showcase. I want to show my lines. I want to show how beautiful my plie is, but that's really not the whole, that's not the point at all. The point is for you to move through parts of your day and actually find like, hmm, I'm feeling a little bit of anxiousness in my heart right now. Oh, my hamstrings are feeling really tight. What's going on? And not apply a story. So this is the thing about talk therapy. Sometimes with talk therapy, we just talk, 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 and then we talk ourselves in a circle and we just keep talking, we keep talking, and nothing gets resolved. Or you want to know the stem of the stem of the stem of the stem of the problem, right? Why, you know, why did my dad, did my grandma, did my great grandma have this? Rather than being like, huh, I sense a little insecurity right here. Hmm. Doesn't feel like mine. Feels like it might be my mom's or my dad's. Okay. And then you can just like shake it out a little bit breathe through it and, and feel better. I absolutely love that. And I'd love for you to kind of just like walk us through how often you do this. Is it when something arises or do you do it like same time every day, multiple times a day? I used to be very regimented and I used, which it used to be like, boom, boom, boom. Everything needed to be at eight o'clock, I'm doing my dance embodiment. But Katie right needs now, a regimen. Like <laughs> we we need to have this mapped out. I'm, I'm literally I'm too. taking notes, yeah. taking notes right now, adding it I'm to my talking to, yeah. I'm talking to the regiment queens here. And what I what I'm what I really encourage is it can be one song. 
you just go to your Spotify, you put on one song. It can be when you feel really good. So last month we had a really good financial month in our business. And I was like, what does it feel like to dance in celebration? And I was like, for some reason, I just wanted to do this. <laughs> and so I just like danced like this in my room for a minute, just like celebrate and just like open myself up to the expansion. And so it can be to one song. It can be actually, I will share a YouTube video that I created called Seduce Your Pleasure. It's very feminine. And I'll share it with you. With um, I start, I'm starting to say y'all because I'm in Texas now. I'll share it with y'all. <laughs> I'll share it with y'all. And it's 15 minutes and it's absolutely incredible. I, I think it's about one of the best things I've ever created. Give a shout out to your YouTube channel right now. Um, I don't know the link, but it's Steffi Lane. Gotcha, gotcha. And everybody tuning in, Steffi Lane has a 30-day guided program designed to wake up your confidence, life, love, and bank account. Who doesn't yeah. want that? That's Steffi Lane, S-T-E-F-I-L-A-N-E.com. And use code BB Podcast for a hundred dollars off working with Steffi. Yeah. You teach these dance lessons in your consults. I actually do. I do. When I do my one-on-one sessions, I do these dance embodiment with with my clients. If they're trying to like achieve a goal or if they're frustrated with something, then I have them move because we've talked about it enough, right? Why not move it? And then they'll usually say, hmm, it came up about this memory of when I was a little kid and I wasn't allowed to have a snack and I didn't feel good enough and I didn't, you know, it's just, and like what I ended up doing was I ended up healing myself because ultimately we do have coaches and we have healers, but ultimately you need to learn to heal yourself. And that's what dance embodiment does rather than therapy. I feel like you need support where dance embodiment, it's you doing it yourself, mm-hmm. you alchemizing yourself. Katie, we got to have a dance party. <laughs> dance <Yes>. party. <laughs> so so that, that, got, that got me thinking. So I was like, you know, I, uh, I'm not a great dancer, guys. Like I, I probably you tell me to dance, and I'm just like, this is no. That I did Irish step dancing when I was a kid, and you know how regimented that was. That was my experience with dance. I did a little ballet, but you know, it was very rigid, and so I have a lot of like negative associations with dancing, mm. and I just don't. I have a lot of like, I'm very uh, I'm a tense kind of person, you know. Got a lot of a lot of tenseness, and it's like it's really hard for me to like move my body other than like look like a crazy person. What so about what, like what about some little plant therapy medicine just to relax y'all a little bit? <laughs> so that's always an option, but I was where I was getting at Rachel, you know, was like <laughs> I could do something that would make it a little bit more fluid, the experience, but like w- talk to me the, about the kind of person that like convince me or, or talk to me about like the person who's very type A, very like, I don't like dancing. It's kind of not my thing. How do you, how do you get them excited to do this? Like where, how do you start? You know, like I'm, I'm just thinking about like all the poor people out there that cannot move their body for the life of them. So you're my favorite type of client, Katie, (laughs) (laughs) because it's one, it's so ecstatic when you are able to get out of your head, but it takes, it takes some time. Mm-hmm. First, we start with some exercises of you literally just walking. You're walking. And the thing is, your walk is something you don't analyze. You don't look at very often. But what, the way that we walk is the way that you walk through life. So if you can just first master your walk. So knowing, am I doing heel, arch, foot? Like, am I actually, it's my shoulders, are my shoulders like crunched up? Am I sticking my belly too much? Am I, am I actually, you know, contracting too in? It's like watching your walk because the way that you walk through life is the way that you enter a room, is the way that you show up, is the way that you enter in the stage, the way that you show up in your business. And for a really long time, I was very contracted. I was shy. I was scared. I was little, little, little puppy right here. And then you start to rise up and that's where like that lioness energy comes in. But for you, it would be just learning how to walk in the embodiment, in the energy that you want to walk. And I would love to show this, but I'm not going to show it. But most people, when I observe them, especially in Austin, it might be just a zenial thing, but (laughs) it's, this kind of grunge, the grunge is back, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just like swaying and nothing wrong with that, but it just feels, it feels a little disempowered when I look at it, where if you can start to f- 
fine tune your walk. Oh, that is like a game changer right there. That's a great place for me to start for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things like you guys are in Hawaii, hop in your vehicle, go somewhere where nobody else is. My girlfriend and I do this. We get, we get at this, we get out at this like amazing viewpoint, crank the tunes, get outside, you know, nobody else around. We have our own little dance party. You and Jasper should totally do that. Maybe have like a fire outside have a good time. I have to share with you guys that actually I had a very um, potent visualization experience when I was actually moving. And just in my mind, I was seeing something. And then I shared this with a friend of mine. And he's like, that Mm. might have even been remote viewing, Rachel. So Mm. when you're moving, you can actually have some pretty uh, interesting psychological experiences. So yeah, you actually again. tap into the, the Vedic nerve or the Vedas. What is what nerve is the Vegas, the Vegas, the Vegas nerve. nerve. Yeah, you actually tap and tap into the Vegas nerve. And then you actually start. Yay, Katie, you get an A. <laughs> oh my God, can I have a gold star? That's that's I actually have like a, a cheat sheet of gold stars. Go on, go on. Yeah, Sorry. no, you actually you, tap you. into that and you can have a psychedelic experience. I've actually had quite a few psychedelic experiences, not taking any psilocybin or anything. And Actually, this made me think about at my grandma's free funeral a few years ago. We it was a really hot day, and we you know so much emotion moving through us. And they 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 hired a, a mariachi band to play music, and everybody was mourning her and crying. And just I was kind of moving and swaying and just kind of feeling into the motion. And all of a sudden, I saw my grandma. And she was 30 years old and she was dancing and she was moving her body and she said, I'm I'm whole, I'm healed, or something like that. I can't remember, but I'm whole, I'm healed, I'm okay. And then she went away. And it was the weirdest thing I've experienced. There were people around me. It was daylight, it was a hot time, but I was able to tap into her essence as she was crossing over. Whoa. Maybe you even assisted in her crossing over in a beautiful way. (laughs) Maybe I did. Thank you yeah. for that. And when you were doing that motion, thanks, Dad, for growing me up on Star Trek. You were doing the live long and prosper thing. Or is it mm-hmm. that? I think it's that. It was, was kind of cute. Hmm. Well, beautiful. I love it. So, Katie, we're, we'll work on your walk. We got to work. So you start with baby steps, right? You just learn to walk and then you learn, you know, to like <laughs> get up and and just start, you know, moving your body. I will get there. I uh, I mean, I think that that's a great a- idea to just like kind of get away from other people and just be in nature too. I think maybe there is some connection between just kind of being outside and and there's a whole movement now, like primal movement that I've heard about. And I haven't obviously experienced with it because I'm just like, oh, movement mm-hmm. stuff, not, not, I'm not going to be good at it. And that's also the other thing too. It's like, I've got that mindset of like, well, I have to be good at the thing that I'm going to do or else I'm not going to do it. So I think that like in trying this embodiment exercise, it would be, it would A, be making me a little uncomfortable, which I think is a good thing, but yep, B, also, yeah, I think it's also just like, it is it does feel natural once you get into the groove of it. And it does kind of reinforce some of these like primal movements that are really good for your body and circulation and vagus nerve and all of that stuff. Yeah. And, and since you're at the beach in Hawaii, literally just walk up and down the beach. And mm. I consider myself an undiscovered DJ and I make really <laughs> good playlists. So if you want to follow my playlist, they're really good. My playlists are really good on Spotify. I'll make sure to share with my link. Heck yes, please. <laughs> I do need that. I need but, that very much. Yeah, my clients just ask me for that. They're like, can I get can I get can I get your new playlist? I'm like, yeah, of course. And just for you to tap into that and for you to because I would love for everybody to just and the goal is the goal is not to look pretty, the goal is not to look good and not to look rehearsed. The goal is to make whatever whatever is coming up real and work through it. So if you're having digestive things, I'm having some digestive stuff, which I did buy that Thrive probiotic from you all. (laughs) That's amazing. I just took some this morning. Random plug, but I've been having some digestive stuff. So I've been really talking to my belly and being like, what's going on? It's like, and literally the solar plex is your confidence center. So it's like you're tapping into a new level of confidence 
and it feels really uncomfortable. And so I've been working through this. I've seen four healers and actually I went to see a, a Western doctor and she just told me, Hey, you just need a probiotic. And I bought your probiotic. <laughs> but the probiotic plus the dancing is like a magical combo. It is total magical. But I don't make myself wrong for having this bloating. I know that it's energetic. I know it's food related too. And I shifted environments. I moved from California to Austin. And so I'm just having, I'm communicating with my body. Yeah. What about some topical stuff? Because as we mentioned before the call, like, I'm going through some really weird skin issues. Rachel is helping me out on that front because we love Rachel. But um, but I'm also being really hard on myself and being very self-critical of like, you know, changes in my skin and my hair. What would you like, you know, I know like the stomach area is much easier to kind of work on and maybe move around. But like, what about stuff that's more topical? You know, if you're... I'm, I'm just thinking like acne, for instance, or, or really oily hair or things that are changing physically for you with a change of environment and working through that. I'll jump on this one. If mm-hmm. um, just for myself, I have noticed quite an uptick in breakouts along my jawline. And sometimes, uh, Katie, is that where you're noticing it? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think that's hormonal. Right. So, yeah, there's a couple of things that you should be aware of. Number one, androgen breakouts. Uh, breakouts can be more related to your androgen sex hormones. So, seeing where you are in the cycle, but also doing some movement. How fitting is this? Of some lymphatic drainage. So, let's everybody do some practice <laughs> facial guasha. Let me remove my glasses. So taking your fingertips, because by the way, your fingertips actually emit quite a bit of energy. And I have the bio well behind me to measure just how many photons are ejected from my fingertips. So there's a lot of power in your fingertips. So take your fingers. And when you're doing your cleansing and your moisturizing, go from mid face to lateral forehead going from the middle to the sides. I actually did a whole demo in my skin camp uh, program just last weekend. It was really fun. And then going from mid to lateral. So you also want to make sure that you're just applying a little bit of pressure on your clavicular lymph nodes. You might feel some really, so if you're pressing down on that little area, right where almost like your neck and your collarbones meet, there's some thoracic nodes there and we need to just press on them and open them up and it's going to allow for stagnant lymph that's trapped there in your head and neck to then flow out through the rest of your uh, lymphatic drainage system it's basically Mm -hmm. plumbing for your your skin and then when you're doing your product application using your fingertips going from the middle of the face down to the side so forehead Around the eyes, go, you know, the upper eyelid, lower eyelid from the middle to the side, and then the upper lip, middle to the side, move down, chin to the side, under the chin from the middle to the sides, and then down your neck and just pushing all of that lymph, all of that stagnant, Mm. um, you know, there's toxins that accumulate in our facial lymph in our nodes. And then it's once you flush all that out, then you're going to, through uh, diffusion, new lymph is going to come in carrying more microcirculation. So if you're getting an uptake of breakouts, which I did last week for sure, lean into your scrub and I have some on its way to you right now, Katie. So scrub those areas where you're noticing the breakouts starting to happen using Mm. spot treatment. That's all really helpful. And with the movement practice, is it better with music though, Rachel? Uh, I prefer to do it in the bath with my red light therapy going, but yeah. I'm going to do it with some music. Do it. I just, I feel like sometimes like I'm okay with doing that kind of like movement practice, like on my face. It's just when I get the whole, like, you know, the whole corporal part, part involved <laughs> is where I, I start to, I'm not a very, I'm not very coordinated, but I, I think it, again, baby steps, right? Like you start with your face and kind of just get comfortable and then start moving your body. And I, I, yeah, I think that's, that's great. And I love how we all tied everything back to move to movement. I think it's yeah, really relevant. The last thing I would like to share about how I'm that you're talking about Awaken, the program that's my signature program, the 30 day program to wake up your confidence. Well, what also 
I love about that program is I have a, I have a regiment, I have a system in there for breast massage and actually giving yourself a breast massage and not just getting the breast massage when, <laughs> when you go to the doctor, but actually giving yourself a breast massage to drain that, to drain the lymphatic, uh, lymphatic system, but also just to open up your heart and open up your heart to pleasure, open your, your heart to abundance, open up your heart to freedom because it's a lot of times, you know, you're, you're probably told you're not a good dancer. You're not very, you know, you, you're not very coordinated or whatever the expression is. And you close yourself off where we know that you, everybody would be so much, we would love more people to be more open and more, and more ecstatic and more, and more vibrant. So therefore they can have, you know, just a better life. Honestly, that's, that's what we want yeah. a better and happier and pleasurable life. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that. And I love that it, it, you know, a lot of it stems from some of these movement practices, but, but the effects of it really result in a lot of, you know, mental changes too that come mm. from it, you know? Um, so I will give it a shot and I'm going to check you out on YouTube and I'm going to do some dancing in secrecy, but I'll, I'll report back. I'm very excited. I never thought about this because I too have struggled with meditation and I just can't sit still and I don't like to be alone with my thoughts. This would actually potentially work really well for me because it's like I can do something, move and still not have to be alone with my thoughts, but still work <laughs> through stuff. So it's like, it's another hat. It's another stack to your hacks, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, I see that. I see it. I see it. So Steph, why do more women need to incorporate feminine energy into their daily lives? And let's let's kind of let's wrap up this beautiful conversation with this question here. Because for me, like I am hyper alpha. And I know when I was meeting my husband, my friend who set us up, I said, I don't need just an alpha male, I need like an alpha, alpha male. <laughs> so, you know, we got to balance this. So how can we incorporate more femininity? into our daily lives and you know guys too right we can't yeah. all be super alpha all the time i mean beta men right now that's a whole other topic <laughs> that's all another discussion <laughs> well like i mentioned you don't have to be the airy fairy crown princess yelling at the moon feminine you can be the dark body uh, feminine as well it's really a way for you to tap more into your creativity to tap more into yourself and then that's when you tap more into your intuition and you're able to guide yourself you're able to lead yourself you're able to heal yourself you're able to move forward be more successful because you're giving yourself ultimately permission to to be to be all of you because i mean i'm a very sensitive person and i run a marketing agency and i run a business and i have clients and it can be a lot it can be very masculine at times but i have to remind myself that my playful fun pleasurable self is what makes me successful and so to remind myself to be more to be more me and everyone needs to be reminded to be more them nature seems to be what brings out my playfulness like I will literally be like hopping and skipping through like streams because you're snow white <laughs> but but that's what that's how I balance my masculinity is through nature and uh, I'm curious how you guys do as well what what brings out your more uh, feminine aspects yeah for me it's baths with lots yeah. of Epsom salt and Heck essential less. oils yes um sulfagio frequencies on Spotify, real good. I tell everybody about them. They're incredible. And Dance Embodiment. Check me out on YouTube and you'll find one there. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. your Instagram stories. And you just like show yourself dancing. And I think it's great. That's one thing that I haven't been doing as much of lately is dancing and movement. Uh, speaking of Vegas nerve, I love Vegas. Trust me, like a great weekend in Vegas. <laughs> Does me some good. <laughs> yeah, Katie, do you have anything to add to this? You know, I was just thinking and I was like, I don't have a really great way of discharging some of the kind of masculine energy right now. I think maybe like a superficial way is I put on pretty clothes and that's sort of like a, a way that I kind of like signify to myself, like, okay, you know, it's time to, to kind of be in that like feminine embodiment, but I'm totally okay with like my alpha male side or mm -hmm. alpha female side. I'm confident in that. And so I, I feel like, you know, maybe something like in dance embodiment might actually help 
a little bit bring more of that feminine energy to the surface, which I think is probably something I'm missing right now. So yeah, I mean, I don't have a good answer for this. And it's definitely something that I actually haven't paid a lot of attention to. And I'm sure a lot of people who are not really self-aware or in tune to themselves have thought about it extensively either. And I think I just kind of fall into that category. So yeah, that's probably not like the best answer, but like <laughs> that's my open and honest answer is I just haven't thought about a lot of it, thought about it a lot until right now. And I realized that, yeah, I just don't really have a great way of dispersing it. I think there's some blocks there that will help each, uh, each other work through. Yeah. Um, Steph, what's your money dance? <laughs> I, got my I, actually, dance. I actually have a, a a thing on awaken called abundance and oh. <laughs> yes abundance yeah i love that i really want to talk about what katie said because a lot of people say this a lot of women say this oh i'm and i'm way too in my masculine or i'm way too in this and it's actually it could be not to diagnose you but it could be your unhealed feminine and so really how to ta how to bring in your healed feminine in rather than being like i'm just always in my masculine just mm. a food for thought there yeah no I, I i appreciate that and i'm i have to say i just have to do more work in kind of the research and what, like I, what other things I can do. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I knew you were so going to say that. I knew you were going to say, I, I just like, research this. <laughs> I just don't know what that means. Healed feminine. I don't know what that means. And so like a lot of this stuff is still so new to me. Yeah. And so it's yeah, okay. I want to do my due diligence. Do yeah. You know Carl Young, Carl Young, look him up. And, and Rebecca then, Campbell. And Rebecca Campbell and yes. Martha Graham. Martha Graham was the creator of <laughs> the creator of modern dance and the whole, uh, she, she really talks about that. So hopefully that helps, but, um, Rachel, no, could you yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Actually the books by Rebecca Campbell, I think, you know what I'm about to drop here right now, Steph. Uh, so the two books by one of my favorite authors, light is the new black rise, sister rise, Rebecca Campbell, officially one of my favorite authors, was doing a live session in Portland. And that's where Steph and I met. We met at like the VIP Let's Go Meet Rebecca Campbell. Those books changed my life. Those are what pulled me out of that hyper-masculine state. And uh, even guys listening, I think, could actually get quite a bit out of that book. But, but maybe primarily more for women. Yeah. What do you think? I would love to drop one more book yes. that you would that you would love. It's called Pussy <laughs> by Mama Gina. Uh, I'm not sure what her real name is, but Mama Gina. It's it's a really incredible. I've read it like three or four times. I and I don't. I only reread a book unless I really love it. Yes, but the book Pussy is a real good, beautiful book. I think men should read it too. My husband's kind of read it with me, and he's like, "Oh, this is this is this is good knowledge." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope we don't have to bleep that out for the show. Cause I, I really think that's, that's pretty amazing knowledge that you just dropped it. I'm, I, uh, I, I'm going to search for that on Amazon and I'll see what shows up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when she, her book cover is very elegant and it's actually in white. And so you can't really see the words oh, right now. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Elegant. Oh man. Well, you guys gave me some amazing like knowledge to, to, you know, just like, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole of feminine energy and I'm going to come back in like a month and you're just like, not going to even recognize me. <laughs> I'm not sure like research is the correct, like way to go about this energetically. Could you, um, Steph, maybe expand on kind of like a model, if you will, to lean into this type of energy? Yeah. Um, I mean, very much nature and it's very much to be observant. It's that flow state and it's rather than, and noticing where your energy goes, if you're like, Hmm, I'm starting to think I'm starting to calculate like, okay, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back down, bring it back to down to the heart, bring it down to the gut, bring it down to the sacral. Like, ah, where's this coming from? But really it's, it's music, it's movement it's conversations like this. I mean, right now we are 
pretty much tapped into the feminine, even though like there's structure and there's container, but we're having this flow, we're having this conversation. So we are in the feminine. And you did mention that you dress up and like you put makeup on and you look good. That is something I've been tapping in. And uh, there is a term, which I, I'm forgetting now, but there's a term of if you want to dress up like the person that you want to embody and the person that you want to be like, then dress up. And today I literally asked my, I asked my P-U-S-S-Y, what did you want to wear today? I've been asking her lately and I was about to wear like yoga clothes and stuff like that, which is fine. But she was like, no, I want to wear a pink top. And I'm like, okay, cool. We put a pink top. So embodiment through your clothing. Katie, yeah. don't beat yourself up. I mean, I I only came across those books and the beautiful stuff laying here, what, two and a half, three years ago. So yeah. it's, it's a new journey for me too. And I think stuff like this, we're kind of always leaning into. And one of the things that you mentioned before, and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap up here, is like when new things come into your awareness and you might not know what's, you know, unconsciously behind that, it's not just, okay, acknowledge it and then move away. It's like, no, like lean into that. Why are we feeling this way about something? And mm -hmm. that will really act, you'll actually find uh, some of your best professional, creative, intuitive hits through this type of inner work. And, uh, you know, it can be a pretty fun process. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on the show here, Steffi Lane. And where can people find you? How can they work with you? Yes. I loved being on this show. Thank you so much. You both are just so intelligent. You're such my sages, but also the adventure Angelina Jolie energy as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I really love it. But you can find me at steffylane.com. And then you can also find me on Instagram at steffy underscore lane underscore. And then also my YouTube channel, which will link. That's where you can find me. And then also Awaken is my signature program. I have seen a lot of women go through this program and transform, and it's bite-sized content. I really give you bite-sized five to 15-minute content every day for you to work through. Sometimes it's an embodiment practice. Sometimes it's a mental practice. Sometimes it's a challenge. And so you're going through it. And you're seeing, oh, this is how I relate with men. Oh, this is how I show up in my business. Oh, you, like you start to recognize things. And that's where you mentioned the awareness piece. And uh, intuitively thriving is all about awareness. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it's always a pleasure to connect. And we'll have you back on the show for sure, just to give us some updates and other realms, if you will. So for everybody tuning in here, we love you so much. Thanks for taking this journey with Katie and I here on the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast and the YouTube channel, Beauty and the Biohacker, and hit the bell notification so that you know when new episodes are released. And be sure to get on our newsletter over at beautyandthebiohacker.com, where we are going to be sending out uh, a very exciting promo this week. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. And you can find ways to work with Katie and I one-on-one -on -one over at beautyandthebiohacker.com. Have a fabulous rest of the day, everybody. See ya. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Beauty and the Biohacker today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a comment or share it on your social media account and we'll give you a shout out. And don't forget to head over to beautyandthebiohacker.com to check out all our episodes and our favorites page where we include our curated list of products with special discount codes just for you guys. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter because we're sharing some exclusive content and giveaways you won't want to miss.